Every Tuesdays in the second hour of the program, we find out what's happening in Korean culture and entertainment here on All About K. For this, we have our K Entertainment reporter, Gina, joining us here in the studio once again. Gina, hello, hello. Hello, hello. We're gonna things. Uh, we gotta start things off with some uh, amazing, interesting, and great news on Korean language. Yes. Uh, this is according to what's going on with the Oxford English Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Okay, what exactly is happening here? Okay, so they have a lot of Korean words updated on their English dictionary because apparently so many English speakers are using these Korean words. Nugu. Yes. Oh, yes, we <laughs> talked about that last week. I don't think Nugu would be in the Oxford English dictionary. <laughs> it's not an addition, but it could be right, in the right. future. All right, so right. what are we looking at here right now? So apparently there has been a few Korean words okay. in the English dictionary, like Korean-related words, and the oldest one, obviously, is Korean, okay. which was added in 1933. And throughout the previous decades, there has been a few uh, additions. And now, in 2021, we have like 20-something additions. And oh it's, it's amazing. I was very surprised at the list of these words because okay. I didn't think that many people would know these words. Okay, so like you would assume like some of the words that would be included in the Oxford English Dictionary would be like kimchi, right? Right, Obviously. already included. Yeah, yeah. K-pop yeah. already included. Yeah, okay. K-drama is a new addition. K-drama, but is that okay? All right. So okay. apparently a lot of words that that are prefixed with K. Okay. But is a really big thing can okay. be included, I guess. All right. So what words are included in the 2021 update here? Okay. The first one, because it's alphabetical, it's egg. Get out of here. No way. I know. So what are you going to go? Hey, hey, hey Joe, uh, your girlfriend has a lot of egg. <laughs> is that what I'm going to say? Exactly. <laughs> I think they would add these words if it's very specific. So it's a kind of a cuteness, but right. it's different from just being cute. And you know, that's one of those things where like sometimes when you have to translate the Korean into English, there are certain words you just can't. can't. Right. So how do you say egg in English? Right. You can't. So like now it's just... But it's just an it's just a word by itself. Another word, speaking of egg how would you translate uh, 설렘? 설렘. Oh, it's a butterflies around your stomach. Yeah. So like when you look it up, if you like do translate, they call it pitapet. Oh, pitapet. It's not the same. No, exactly. It's not the same. All right. It's so, deeper than that. All right. We have egg Yes. And we have 치맥. <laughs> Which is chicken and beer, but it's because the combo has been so big in Korea. Yes. Like a cultural thing for Koreans that they've decided to put this word in their dictionary. You know what's the the crazy thing about chimek is the fact that, you know, a lot of Americans were going, how come like we have chicken? Right. We, we have, have beer. beer. How come we never put you know two with one and one together? Exactly. <laughs> it's such an for us it's such an obvious combination. Like I mean I've had like, for example, like wings and beers. Right. Right, but you don't you don't have a word for it. Right, and it, in Korea, it's become such a big thing. Like you think there's a football game, it's chimek. Yes, and so. you know, and, and, and from what I understand, a lot of uh, you know Westerners who come to Korea, what they do is, we, they, if we go, you know, what do you want to experience here in Korea? They will right. go, I want to experience the full chimek experience. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, okay, it I'm has not surprised. A thing. Next word, I'm not surprised as well. Mopang. I see this a lot. Yeah, yes. yeah, I see this all the time. Yes, and there's tebak. No way. There's tebak. D-A-E-B-A-K. So it's an expression that a lot of Koreans use when something amazing happens. Right. You can use it in a lot of different contexts. Yes. So I guess it's it's a, uh, yeah. 
I can't believe this. Okay, I so I guess, you know, mukbang, I'm not too surprised. Mm-hmm. Aegyo, I'm very surprised. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're right. I mean, there is no real word, uh, an English word that kind of uh, does this. But for you, what is the oddest addition? For me, it has definitely got to be fighting. No, th- this uh, was included? This is in the dictionary. So, okay, for confused listeners, fighting is an already existing English word. It is an English word. Used for actual fighting, right. whether it be physical or So you would have, in the dictionary, you would have fighting, and then you have the English, uh, I guess, uh, definition, definition, and then under it, the Korean. I guess. Like, Koreans use, because when we use fighting, I thought, I assumed that fighting in Korea would just phase out eventually, because when people just realize that this is kind of like a Konglish, it's like an inaccurate expression. They, we would stop using it, but instead the rest of the world started to catch on the Korean yeah, use of be, this word. Because unlike, for example, like Egyo or like, uh, you know, I talked about Salim. Right. Th- there is a word for fighting, right? Exactly. Like if, you, if you're in like, a, I don't know, an American uh, sporting event, you know, they're not going to go fighting. They're just, let's go. Let's go. Exactly. That's, that's where they're going to go. Right. So it's like, like an encouragement expression. I'm telling you, if I if I go to like a major league baseball game and then I hear start hearing fans go fighting, fighting I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. It's gonna be so weird. I'm gonna lose it. I know. Uh, this is incredible. Fighting is included in this, despite mm. the fact that it is kind of like Konglish. It is, as we say. Looking All right. Looking forward to future lists. Hey, you know what? I I'm really really looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. more of these uh, Korean words uh, in a pop up there. And you right. know, we talked about all these words that I don't really know about, like nugu. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> which is still st- stuck in my mind. But I'm pretty sure there's going to be more of these uh, words that this uh, added into the Oxford English Dictionary. Here really shows you the impact that uh, Korea has in the rest of the world. Uh, we're going to talk about some K-pop news this time. Uh, many new songs. And global news as always, but I'm really looking forward to this I know new you are. single uh-huh. that was released. My goodness, my jaws dropped watching the music video and it's the song. It's incredible. It's Lisa from Blackpink. Oh. Just released her first solo single, La Lisa. And she had her debut stage at The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, which happened three days ago. I saw the stage. It was really good. It's very Lisa. A lot of rap. The trendy Teddy tracks. See, and that's the big thing. It, you know, again, I, I, I might be a little bit biased here. I, I listen to a lot of these YG songs. Right. And there is a difference between songs that Teddy mm-hmm. uh, creates mm-hmm. and those that aren't created by Teddy. Yes, it's his songs are very him. Yeah, and it's good. Yes. It's very catchy. And so Teddy actually you know, helped produce the song then. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. And her music video hit 100 million views in just two days, which is the quickest to hit that mark for a solo Korean artist. And this record was actually held by, previously held by Psy. So this record has, been, has not been broken for eight and a half years. You know what's incredible about this is the fact that I, because I remember when Gangnam Style was such a huge hit mm-hmm. and everybody was watching Gangnam Style on YouTube. Yes. And you're telling me her music video in just two days just surpassed that mark. No, it surpassed the first. Oh, like the, the first two. Oh, time to okay. One hundred. Okay, okay. Million views, and you know, you would think that the Blackpink fans would be watching Lisa's video. Yeah. But it happened vice versa as well. So on the day of the release for Lisa's single. Blackpink's YouTube channel gained 1.2 million new subscribers. And with that, I know this news because, again, I follow... follow (laughs) Of course you do know. I'm I'm one of the historic uh, subscribers here. (laughs) But uh, Blackpink recently, their YouTube channel, has the most subscribers surpassing, I believe, Justin Bieber. Yes. 
So it's it's an amazing feat. I mean, for any musical talent out there, they have the greatest number of YouTube subscribers with 65.2. That's I can't even like fathom how big that number is. Everyone, we're not talking about 65.2 like thousand. <laughs> it's, it's, million. it's million. And they've achieved that in just five years and three months, which is when they back then they just first opened their official channel. You know what's incredible about this is the fact that, you know, because there is the official wait, does BTS have an official that I don't think BTS has an official channel, but they have the high big hit entertainment oh. channel. And even Blackpink has more subscribers than BTS. Mm. Uh, which is, you know, quite shocking in some ways but it really does show you that uh, Blackpink is very very popular but I mean this song by Lisa you know I've been w waiting for this release because uh, I believe what they were doing is uh, you know again I have so much knowledge with Blackpink <laughs> they were going to release solos for each member yes so we know Jenny had her solo yes. called solo right uh, I believe Rosé yes had the uh, the the last uh, solo and then now it's Lisa right and then Jisoo will probably come next probably is what I'm assuming right. and so I I was looking for a lot of these uh, solo acts from each of the members here and they've been doing all of them have been doing really great oh so good mm. and this music video is incredible if you haven't checked it out be a part of history <laughs> yes go watch it yes but also speaking of history we got to talk about butter once again because it I, is I mean mind-blowing again again so they're back on number one at the billboard charts until today because the charts changed again today yeah yeah and drake released an album and uh, nine of his songs are in the top 10. i mean what can you do when you have drake I right know. all right but all right. I, I can't believe because butter went down to number seven i think the, the week before and but, it jumped back to number one again yeah and, and you know what the the crazy thing about this is the fact that you know what they're saying is there's a reason it's not they're not jumping out randomly. Right. I think it was because of the fact that they had the uh, the remix with yes. uh, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion. Stallion. Yes. And we talked about how her record label was trying to block her. Right. From... And she's like, no, I'm going to do this remix. And well, the, I like the remix. I, it's it's, it's good. a cool remix. Yes. It really is a good remix. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, that's the reason why you went back up. But again, I mean, you, know, you have Drake kind of releasing these mm. news. So I'm assuming if you have uh, Drake, nine of his songs in the top ten then they probably dropped out of the top 10 for the I first time so, yes. in quite a bit. But, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it, it was good. They had a really long running. And they recently won three awards at the MTV Awards this year. So okay. they were nominated for seven categories, and they won Group of the Year, Best K-Pop, and Song of the Summer Awards. i not surprised. Mm. I mean, they were the best group, right? right. I mean, they were the best K-Pop group. <laughs> and and they, did they had the Song of the Summer. Butter, you know, just right. taking over the uh, charts here. I'm looking here. forward to their new song with... Coldplay this Coldplay. time. Coldplay. Actually, some fans were predicting this because Coldplay visited Korea to make a recording. And people just assumed that there's no way that they could be here because there's going to be no tour, no concert. And if they're going to collaborate, it has to be something big as BTS. Yeah, you know, you know what's incredible with this is the fact that you have all these uh, world-renowned singers and groups and bands kind of lining up and trying to collaborate because we had right. Ed Sheeran. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about Megan Thee uh, Stallion doing uh, the, the remix of this. Uh, we had a number of other... <laughs> You had it kind of started off with Halsey, right? Right. With Boy With Love. Yes. And then you had a whole bunch of other people trying to, you know, collaborate together. But Coldplay is big. Yeah, Coldplay is big. Yes. Was and it? it's it's produced this song, My Universe, is produced by my favorite, hands down, pop music producer, Max Martin. Big guy. Yes. He is very famous. Yes. 
He, oh man, Max Martin. Who does who does he also produce? He's produced. Maybe one more time. There you go. Yes. Britney Spears. Yes. Is say because I, I was because I was thinking you know she got engaged recently. Right. And so I was thinking of Britney Spears, but the, yeah, again, Coldplay. But uh, the Coldplay BTS and Max Martin is a very unique. It's huge. Set. But here's the thing. This is the one thing that we have to clarify. It's not a BTS song per se. Right. It's going to be on the Coldplay's new album. Right. But I believe it was ri- written by both sides. So it was written by uh, BTS and Chris Martin mm-hmm. of uh, Coldplay. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, Coldplay is very popular here in Korea. They had the uh, the concert. They did. Um, and it was, again, I didn't go to the concert, but I saw video clips of it. And it was by far the most emotional thing. I, I, I almost cried because oh, what they did. Everybody's singing the song. Yes. And also, you know their song, Yellow? Yes. And so Coldplay, what they're known for is they never take breaks in oh, between their songs. They I just go straight. Okay. Right? And so the one time they did do it was, it was about, I, I think it was like the day before, or the day after uh, one of the anniversaries for this Hole fairy tragedy. Yes. And so right before they played Yellow mm-hmm. and, you know, representing Yellow Ribbon, right. they said, I want to do a moment of silence for, you know, those that lost their lives. And from what I understand was the anniversary of the, the tragic Sarah Ferry accident. Right. And so everyone's like, oh, my gosh, Coldplay never does this. Right. And then soon enough, boom, and then Yellow, you know, the guitar, you know, drums. <gasps> And then I'm getting the, chills right now. Yeah, and then in the backdrop of it, you had yellow ribbons and yellow boats. Oh, wow. And it was, it, for them to kind of take, take that moment. time yes. and, 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 you know, remember a, a huge tragedy in South Korean wow. history, it was goosebumps. Right. And so, you know, South Koreans love uh, Coldplay, and this collaboration is going to be uh, just remarkable. Really looking forward to mm. it, uh, by the way. Uh, let's talk about something that's been really hot. Uh, you know it's really hot when uh, you don't watch it and it pops up on your algorithm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, they just force you to watch it. You have to watch this. <laughs> Some uh, fierce female dancers popping up in this show, and everyone apparently is watching this except for myself. <laughs> right. Street, you have to watch the show. It's Street Women Fighter. Yeah, so they call it uh, Supa, right? Yes, yeah, Supa. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's about female dance crews in Korea battling one another. And it's just so much fun. Oh, you know, although I was kind of taken back by, uh, I was like the MC. Oh, it's Kang Daniel. Yes. Apparently, he was a street dancer. Oh, that's why. So he why. knows all the jargons, like what to shout out during battles oh, when it gets too intense. Okay. Or, yeah. So apparently, he's been doing a very good job of MCing, and there are a few judges as well, like Pua and Taeyong from NCT. But uh, compared to other audition programs, they don't get into it as much. So the dancers take up like 90% of the airtime. Yes, so yes. It's less about judging than just watching all these incredible dancers do their thing. It's so much enjoyable to watch. Uh, I mean, again, I, I've seen clips of this because it's so hot, apparently, and uh, it's been popping up on my feed mm-hmm. left and right. Uh, I would have loved to see, for example, like Chang Wiyuk from HOT uh, be a part of the judge, but that's just been being old. <laughs> Uh, but uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, why this is becoming so big. Because, I mean, was there anything that kind of led up to the big interest in dance groups? I think it's a global trend because, like, going back two decades, people didn't really pay much attention to the backup dancers. Okay. Or how much important choreography was. Oh, so they're back dancers. Yes, but they do also do their choreography oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. lot of K-pop right. uh, stars. So many K-pop fans already knew of their existence. They knew which choreography teams 
do certain kind of moves and a, a lot of these teams have been choreographing for a lot of famous K-pop stars and so people have been noticing the importance of choreography yes. and how big names have these crews have gotten and I heard because also the labels are noticing this importance for example ESPA with the next level yes they took on choreography from eight different teams Wow. And they just took the best parts from eight different choreographers for the same song and made it into their official choreography. That's incredible. So you're looking at, because uh, again, I'm pretty sure they're all part of like certain crews, yes. right? So you have each representative members of these crews coming out? Right. You have the leader. So it's very interesting because you have the leader battle. Oh. All the leaders of the crew come out and battle one another. And then you have like the supporting member battle. So it's very enjoyable to watch. And, and then, then you have the team competitives. And then you have the elimination. You have the elimination. Okay, because again, I, I, these names pop up like a, a Honey J. Yes. <laughs> so like, I don't Apparently, Elgar is doing your favor. <laughs> She's very good. Yeah, I, again, I don't watch it, but it, because it pops up in my feed so much, uh, some of these names uh, pop up as well. But uh, again, this is incredible. And I think this is going to be big because I believe, although it's slightly different, uh, I believe in the, the Paris Olympics, they're going to have breakdancing. Yes, they are. So I think. I am uh, so looking forward to that yeah having this i guess uh, you know creating this boom for mm -hmm. dancing i think is going to be important uh, leading up to that paris uh, olympics uh, in 2024 Four. right all right uh, let's wrap up uh, with some k-drama news as well apparently uh, k-drama just getting more and more diverse right so when it comes to realizing creativity the biggest hindrance would be budget but Thanks to Netflix and yeah. a lot of other streaming platforms, they are getting a lot more budget than usual. So they have the room to expand and try new genres that were considered too minor before, like sci-fi. Yeah, especially because it requires so much like CG, right? Exactly. Or zombies and horror, something that you wouldn't really usually see on broadcast, like networks, right? Ground, ground world networks, but... I remember uh, when I was reading up on uh, that drama, Sweet Room, I believe, what it, Sweet Room? Okay. I think that's what it's called. It's another one of those like zombie mm -hmm. uh, dramas. And apparently in one episode, they spent a million dollars. Wow. And so what, what you're seeing is just incredible CG. Uh -huh. And it was just unlike anything that we've ever seen before in, you know, some of the, I guess, regular TV dramas. Mm. Because again, it goes back to the whole idea that you have a lot of these, uh, you know, budget. You have a lot of money being invested in this. And right. a lot of them are these uh, sci-fi, like you said. Was it Kingdom? Yes. Pugong Gyosa Anunya, I think, right. is another really weird. <laughs> it was fun to watch. But, and uh, these days, DP is big. The military drama. Yeah, so I I watched one episode of it because my wife uh, watch, was watching it and I was, you know, in the room. Mm -hmm. But uh, it it has big names. It does? I don't think it has, like, computer graphics, but uh, I don't know how much money they put into it. But it is a good drama from right. what I hear. right. Uh, not my cup of tea, to be honest with you, but uh, apparently it is uh, one of the more popular things. But aside from more various things to watch for the viewers, I mean, what would be other kind of positive repercussions uh, for these kind of changes that we're seeing lately? Okay, so if you have more works, it obviously means more jobs for a lot more actors. So yes. you get to see, you don't really get to see just the typical big names you would see on a drama, but you you discover new talent. And I, that's a really big thing. Yes, I like that because yes. one of my favorite dramas, Sergirong uh, Kampang Sengar, mm -hmm. not not Isa Sengar, right? Uh, the one in prison, right? It had a lot of these. Um, 
very underrated, very unknown oh. uh, actors who came out. Right. And they were so good, and then it brought them to stardom. That's great. Thanks to these, uh, I guess, uh, chances. And this is what we're seeing, thanks right. to, I guess. And uh, we have movie directors directing dramas because they know that the TV dramas now can be as big scaled as what they used to do on the big screen. And because moviegoers, not so much happening during the pandemic. So they want to reach out to a greater You're right. audience You're through right. TV series, which is great. So DP is directed by Han Juni, who was invited to the Cannes Film Festival for his work Chinatown. Oh wow! And Ho Jin Ho, famous for Pum Narin Ganda and Parode Christmas. I mean, these are classics. I know. He's trying his first TV series, Ingan Shilgyeok. Well, not on Netflix, but on on Ground Network. Right, right. And while the Train to Busan director Yeon Sang-ho, he's also preparing his Netflix series, Tiok and Wang Yenamja director Lee <laughs> Junik, and Mil Jong director Kim Ji-yoon, they're both preparing their TV series. I mean, again, I mean, for big, our listeners out names. there, these are big names, right. uh, and these are big movies as well. Uh, but not, I guess, withstanding the, the, the budget expansion, is there other another reason why these big movie names are kind of turning their eyes on TV? Yes, aforementioned, as, as I've mentioned, just the fact that people oh, are okay. going to the uh, big theaters... Less and less. Yeah. So they, it just makes sense because that they also, turn their eyes yeah, on Yeah, because TV. also what we're seeing is not only are you seeing these uh, movie directors just now directing and producing uh, dramas, but like movie actors and yes. actresses, n- names that you would never see in dramas right. are popping up in dramas They're now. crossing boundaries. <laughs> I am happy to see them. I like on, it. On, on the small screen. I like it, yes. to be honest with you. I like it. You know, I think uh, it really is going to put K-drama more on the map yes. uh, internationally as well. All right, great stuff here. Gina, as always, thank you very much for bringing these fantastic news today. Uh, I believe you're going to be off next week because of the Chuseok holiday. Right. But we will, of course, see you after the Chuseok holiday. Happy Chuseok. You can listen to Korea Now with me, SJ Lee, by downloading the Arirang Radio application or tune in online by visiting www.arirangradio.com. So make sure you tune in Mondays through Fridays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Korea time.